0: Podcast listeners, Welcome to Chris and Tom's Youth Group Podcast, the podcast where two youth group leaders try to figure out how to do youth group better. My name is Chris Morphew. I'm an author, youth group leader, and school chaplain here in Sydney, Australia. And as always, joining me from Melbourne is author, speaker, and youth leader, Tom French.
1: How you going, Tom? I am 22 out of 26.
0: That is what's that 11 out of 13 that's not
1: bad <laughs> yeah good you're very good at that that math thing what do you that's, call that lowest common denominator or something
0: um it's called something that i would know if i was still actively teaching mathematics <laughs> instead of teaching christian <laughs> studies
1: um well i don't ever want you, know, you as my substitute on maths day look,
0: Well, actually, a few years ago, I subbed in for a few year six maths classes and they were like dumbstruck that I knew how to do maths, like that I knew how to do (laughs) year six maths. And I was like, guys, for one thing, I've trained as a primary school teacher, but also I finished year six. Like I'm an adult (laughs) now. Why does it shock you that I know how to, but I guess, you know, they take a lot of stuff home to their parents and they're like, I don't know. I don't remember. So
1: fair enough. Anyway. They've heard you for years. Tell them that three is one. That's and true, a, and one is three. Yeah, there's a, there's a man who's both God and man, 100 percent man, 100 percent God. You don't know your maths at all. Seven
0: food items divided by five thousand people equals twelve <laughs> baskets left over. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, don't don't make me do too much maths, Tom. It's my birthday. It's actually our birthday. Happy oh, birthday, our birthday, Tom. Well, or oh, the podcast birthday. 28. What birthday is it? Twenty-eighth. It's our twenty-eighth birthday. I had to look it up. Ooh. By the time you get to this age, you kind of lose track a little bit, don't you? Yeah,
1: you do. You're just like, whatever. It's it's just a, another one, another lap around the the week. Yep.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um anything exciting come? Oh, before we start, I should say um that it is a grocery or no sorree week. Um yeah. so uh congratulations to John, who we uh we just discussed offline john that we would um wait until tom comes to sydney on friday and package all of your fabulous prize pool together in the one pack and send so it we don't off have to so,
1: send spend double the postage we're not that's into that. right
0: we'll save that postage for our next winner who could be you not you tom but the podcast <laughs> listener because while i am not order ordering groceries to my house um today i I care so much about this game that I Ubered in a McDonald's hash brown, a single hash brown. (laughs) Let's see if it works again. um, Last time did not go well for us, but we'll see. Um, So if you can guess the timestamp that uh, Mr. Chanaton Planade arrives with my hash brown... Um, then you can win a fabulous prize. You can email us in uh the timestamp that you think had arrived to Chris and Tom's Youth Group Podcast at gmail.com and maybe you will win a fabulous prize. The prize pool begins, Tom. I think it's only fair with one air freshener. Okay. <laughs> and maybe we'll add a book next week if it jackpots. Okay.
1: That's good. I you know the um we where we asked John to tell us how he guessed it. He just said it was a fluke. Yeah. It was an amazing fluke. Well, whatever works. It could be the spirit wanted him to have that air freshener. and so I don't know. Spoke to Um, him.
0: There'll certainly be more freshness at his place when he (laughs) opens up the envelope and then can't get the smell out of his home or office for some time. Um, Anything exciting in your week, Tom, that you need to update us on?
1: well actually it's is i not really that exciting but it's a uh a, I want to go back many episodes when we talked mm-hmm. about uh when i visited soul survivor in new south wales and i did a talk and it was a bit of a crazy night where it felt like the whole talk was just almost getting away from me the entire night mm-hmm. and you said oh do you have that available and i was like no, nah, I don't, but it'll be on the podcast at some point. I just wanted to tell you, it's now on my podcast. Great. So Chris, that
0: link will be in the show notes.
1: Yeah, yeah. If you want to listen to me. I haven't got to talk about show a, notes for ages. That almost gets away from me with a, a lot of feedback from the audience and an illustration that was almost a disaster, then uh, you can listen to it. At I will. Tom French Preaching, or you check the link in the show notes. Chris... Anything uh, that you are feeling bad about this week that you want to confess on the podcast?
0: Yes, I do. I know we usually start with the apologies, but, um, you know, I wanted to start on a high note considering that (laughs) it's our birthday. Um, But, yes, I would like to issue an apology to all listeners last week for the (laughs) horrible audio quality at my end. Tom was still sounding silky smooth, but I was sounding like I was – living under some train tracks and <laughs> um, in a kiddie pool underwater or something, but um, that is no longer the case. I figured out how to turn my microphone down and hopefully the recording quality is back to the
1: medium high that you are used to. I can so, tell you someone you don't need to apologize to for that hmm. is my wife, Emily, Yeah, last night she was woken up in the middle of the night. By someone was snoring very loudly, and she couldn't get back to sleep. And so she put uh, a headphone in her ear to listen to things to help her to get back to sleep. And one and one of the things she listened to was our podcast. But she also put some white noise in the background, which meant that she couldn't tell that you were distorted. Oh, great! If if you wake up next to me and I'm snoring, and you and you listen to it with white noise in the background, it doesn't matter if it's disordered so Emily's fine. Don't don't apologize to her. But everyone else? They can And also
0: the next time them. the microphone messes up, you can just throw down some white noise over the top of the whole podcast and <laughs> then no one will be the wiser. Um do you it's, have anything that you wanted to apologize for, Tom? No? Just because you asked me, I thought I'd just <laughs> return the favor.
1: It's so worrying when people say that. <laughs> I, I always ask my youth leaders, when I I catch up with them like once <laughs> somewhere between once every six months and once every six weeks. Uh, I'm aiming for once every six weeks, but sometimes we just don't do a good job of yeah. scheduling. And one of the questions I always ask is, do you have anything you want to ask me or anything you want to tell me? And whenever I say, do you have anything you want to tell me? I feel like one of those parents says, do you have anything you want to tell me? Which I have to preface it playing, I'm not expecting you to have anything you want to tell me but if you do you can tell me because it sounds like they're in trouble and they're not Mm.
0: well that's why our words matter tom (laughs) the the words of the reckless pierce like swords but the tongue of the wise brings healing that's proverbs oh proverbs
1: right Mm. i thought instagram perhaps well
0: first one then the other okay um I do have one other thing to apologize for, and that is briefly <laughs> disrupting the global 3 for $10 Funko Pop market. Um, because you remember I was talking about <laughs> 3 for $10 Funko yeah. Pops or whatever we're calling them as shorthand. Um, and you said the price is going to skyrocket. Yeah. The day the podcast came out, Amazon's 3 for $10 promotion ended. Really? It was all gone. So, oh, wow. But then it came back a few days later. So It was us. It they was were just, everyone it was jumped just on. a little bump from the podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so anyway, um, I have learned as well that JB Hi-Fi does three for $10 pops, but the shipping is outrageous. So it.
1: can you, know. you, can you click and collect?
0: Um, no, you can't. Um,
1: not for the fun Too good. Well,
0: especially the three for $5 one. It's like one of them is available in North Ride and one of them's available in Maroochydore and one of them's <laughs> available in Alice Springs. And so to click and collect all three would be <laughs> m- probably more than three for $10 worth of petrol. Um, that's, that's a good point. Yeah. Shall we have an email? Yes. I'd love an email. All right. Well, Edward Soden has emailed in saying, hey, boys, happy birthday. Love your work. Thanks for sharing your insights and creative ideas. Um, he then goes on to – he says, I've just listened to the best activity ideas episode and wanted to enter my guest for grocery or no Surrey." Um, I believe that he guessed incorrectly and the <laughs> prize pool has already gone away. But try again this time, Ed, I'm sure. Um, Look, if if Lucky Guess works as well as it has in the past, we'll be good.
1: But um, he's also guess. said... Thank you.
0: Well, sure. <laughs> Plus, while I'm here... This is Ed again, not me. Um, I have been here the whole time. <laughs> while I'm here, I thought I'd throw a few game ideas at you.
1: Yes, I, um, I like this. I'll the throw
0: first them is at me, f- Ed. <laughs> That's a metaphor. It is... Um, Ultimate chair ball is the first one. Uh-huh. Base rules of netball: you have two teams trying to score goals, throwing the ball between teammates and not being able to move when you are holding the ball. However, the goal you are shooting at is a team member standing on a chair who must catch the ball for their team to score a point. When your team scores, the player sorry when your team scores the player who threw the ball pulls up a chair and joins the goal, meaning the goal gets wider, but their team gets smaller. I find that it tends to be very inclusive because everyone is involved the whole time mm, and you good. only won once all of your team has joined the goal. Plus, often the competitive players score first and so they have to stand on a chair and let other teams <laughs> get a chance to be involved. I like that.
1: It's a good idea. I like it. Can I throw in another idea just while we're here, mm-hmm. which is slightly more dangerous? Uh, it's um, basketball with balloon, but you don't have a... A basket, but you have a someone standing on a chair, and they have a pin, and they have to pop the balloon, which was really fun. Except there, were, there was a little bit of blood injuries when we played that game. So uh probably don't play it, but it was a good game in
0: well, 2008. Surely you could play it, but they just have to like Incredible Hulk the balloon rather than pinning it. You know, they just grab it and tear it apart with their bare hands and scream.
1: Yeah, that could- that's. I guess the danger of that one is, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. well, like then the youth are going to jump at them and try and pull it off them and then youth going to be pulled off chairs and, yeah. yeah. I would prefer a small amount of blood from a little, little bit of a pinprick than broken arms myself.
0: Well, you know what is less dangerous than both of those versions is the one that Ed suggested in his email. So <laughs> great work, one? Ed. Thanks for keeping us oh, yeah, that- safe.
1: No, that is a good Um, idea. I do like that one. I might give it a try.
0: Okay, this one I really like. So this is Leader Challenges, and it's more of a game's format than a game. Mm. Each leader sets up their own station with a game. Youth then travel around visiting the leaders in any order they want in pairs or triplets. They can even revisit their favorite stations. It's obviously flexible, so you can add any kind of theme to it. For example, we just did Christmas in July challenges. You can make it a race to complete them all or have a point system. Sometimes we even add a canteen element where they win tokens at the challenges and can spend them at a canteen for lollies, chips, drinks, etc. We often do this to launch a term as an easy way to reconnect kids and leaders.
1: Mm, I like it. That's good. I like um yeah the it's just getting getting all everyone's hanging out together it's very flexible it uh, seems
0: like a a kind of low pressure way to get um maybe newer or less experienced leaders to yep. like plan an activity because they don't have to plan the whole night it's just like your little bit
1: yeah and and if your bit's not very good the youth won't come back so
0: but they'll all come once because they've got to finish the thing
1: yeah yeah that's good
0: and then if that wasn't enough to um, what? get you oh, excited another about idea? receiving an email, this is a bonus ministry
1: hack. We should just call this the Ed, the Ed podcast this week.
0: Well, it remains to be seen whether we offer anything <laughs> half as useful as what is contained in this email. Um <laughs> He says, a few years ago, I printed out a few hundred coins slash tokens and I laminated them all. They now live in a box in our cupboard. I reckon we use them once a turn for any game needing tokens or currency. It was worth the effort because we are still using the ones I made several years ago.
1: That's, that's a good idea too. Oh, that another is good
0: one. more can- convincingly <laughs> currency than the spoons that I often use as currency <laughs> when I forget to print currency.
1: Can I, I can tell you a currency story from this week. Uh, mm-hmm. And my youth ministry. So coming up in like at the end of the term, we're having a fugitive hunt, where we're spending a, a Saturday. We're not having youth group on the Friday. Night. We're having a Saturday where there's a fugitive who's going to be running around in the city, and the youth have to find them, and they've got to you know pick up a few different things and solve some clues, and it's going to be very exciting. And one of the things I thought would be great would be it'd be like if we had like a duffel bag full of cash that the youth have to find in a locker somewhere in the city. Yeah, great. And so. I thought, why don't we get some movie prop cash, so it can be kind of real looking? And so I found that you can buy on Amazon like stacks of cash, like fake American-looking cash, which is says on it for motion picture purposes instead of United States of America. And Mm -hmm. uh, and so and I've got I bought like thirty thousand dollars worth of American fake American cash, and it's like in these, it's got a little like paper thing around it that says ten thousand dollars on it and i'm pretty excited great the only issue is that it might be illegal (laughs) like i i've been trying to figure out how like how how what the rules are in australia like you definitely can't replicate australian money and Mm. if you do replicate it's got to be like bigger or small like one third bigger one third smaller than normal australian money and it's got to be kind of be one side there's a lot of you know rules gotta say like play money only not actual
0: currency or whatever things like
1: that um and if it's a u.s money like it kind of applies as well i think to money from out of out of Mm. australia but because like this is designed to be uh fake enough that you can have it around i think i don't know i'll let you know if i get in trouble can I the ask, federal um, police? <laughs> well, at least you'll have plenty
0: to bail yourself out with. Um, <laughs> can I ask how much, did you say $30,000 yeah, in yeah. fake American cash set you back?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, it cost $79, I think. <laughs> so <laughs> when we need currency at our youth group, it's going to be like uh, thousands, thousands of American fake American dollars. Fake American dollars. Hmm. They're all Why, $100 notes as well the benjamins
0: At our um recent church weekend away there was a the kind of you know compulsory fun at the end of the night like the game that we all go and play and um it's always great because my friends Karen and Andrew put it on and this time they made their own currency and it looked like Australian money except they photoshopped out um the regular heads and put in our pastoral staff as the faces uh. <laughs> of of the money. So there was a a fake one of like my dad and um <laughs> it was no one was gonna mistake it for real money, but boy was it good. And it has just now all this like fake currency talk make made me think um that our youth would enjoy money with real people's faces on it from our youth group but maybe that's also a pathway to disaster (laughs) um anyway thank you ed it is always excellent to hear um from other youth leaders doing cool stuff um so if you have other youth group activities or other youth ministry hacks um please send them through chris and tom's youth group podcast at gmail.com
1: you don't even need to send in a question just tell us your great ideas
0: all right. Can I um can we have a sponsor for this oh. week's podcast? Yeah, I'd love I love I love it. Okay. Um this week's podcast is sponsored by uh the new book How Can I Be Sure What's Right and Wrong written the by book. Chris Morphew, <laughs> Um which I think we've been we've talked about earlier on um yeah. in the podcast. Um it's finally out. and it's Yeah, it's out this week um, in the US and the UK and notionally in Australia. I don't know if it's in stock yet, but they are doing a deal. Um, By the time you listen to this podcast, um, on the Wednesday or the Thursday of the week this podcast uh, comes out, you can still go online and order a coffee for half price, Tom. Wow. Um, And so um, this is... My new book that is, it's short, it's part of my big question series, and it's all about um, how we figure out what, like, what is right and wrong. Mm. Um, can we just figure it out ourselves? Can we figure it out individually, socially, or do we need God? Yes, we do. Um, and why? And then, like, how <laughs> do you live that out practically? Like, how do you live wisely? How do you live with people who you disagree with? Anyway, um, I recorded the audiobook for it, um, on the weekend and I was pleased that most of it made sense to me as I read it back because <laughs> I hadn't read it for a few months. So, um, I hope it mostly makes sense to you if you hope, if you decide to pick it up. So
1: I have actually started reading it. I got it. I got an email from Amazon. They're like, do you want it? And so I was like, yeah, I'll get it. So oh, great. I've started reading it so far. it's It's good. I'm having a good time, but, um. I haven't. I haven't actually got to the bit where you tell me how to decide right and wrong. You're just dealing with people's objections. I basically
0: like. Um, so it's chapter eight. How good at coin tosses? Um, <laughs> which <laughs> I think is going to be the most helpful chapter for most people. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for being every time my royalty statement comes out. Thank you for being one of the like three ebook edition <laughs> purchases. I appreciate the custom.
1: (laughs) You just have Um, to find the other two and then you'll know them all.
0: Well, I assume one of them is like my mom and the other one's my dad or something because mom's gone Kindle crazy (laughs) in recent months, by which I mean she's got a Kindle. Um, Tom, we're in uh, minute number 21 (laughs) of our 30-minute podcast. Should we talk about youth group?
1: Yes, let's do
0: it. (laughs) How was youth group on Friday?
1: Uh, it was it was it was fun. So we were uh, at a different venue, uh, one of the the venues for the other churches in our combined youth group, and uh-huh. uh, it was what did we do? Uh, we were talking about like I did, actually didn't have much. Like I wasn't in charge of things uh, in terms of like I just, like, I was Mr. Welcome, so I welcomed everyone. I was in charge of signing and giving out food, which. Uh, everyone helped me with because struggling, but other than that, it was other youth leaders. So we had, um, oh, we had our 27 year old leader who ran the games. What a guy! We were talking about. Sorry, to interrupt.
0: But when you said you were Mr. Welcome, I suddenly had this vision in my head of your youth group having a mascot <laughs> called Mr. Welcome, and you were like out the front bouncing around handing out pamphlets in a big yeah. suit. Is that accurate?
1: That is. Uh, Close to accurate. If you imagine it, that I'm not out the front but I'm inside mm-hmm. and I'm not wearing mm-hmm. a suit, I'm just me. Mm-hmm. And then I say hello when people get to the door and welcome. So similar
0: to what I was imagining. It's pretty yeah. similar. Anyway, sorry, Elijah.
1: <laughs> okay, this is. but actually if I can tangent just a little bit, I did once try and introduce a mascot. Uh, when I was like 16, I was teaching Sunday school. I wanted to make a mascot for our Sunday school and I had a large – bit of foam that i decided was going to be our sunday school mascot and i called it mr foam booth and uh it didn't take off for some, for some reason there wasn't <laughs> even a face on the foam and uh, anyway so the yeah, closest
0: we-, we have is nba superstar <laughs> dominique wilkins who i bought half a dozen pops for before the price skyrocketed <laughs> But if he ever goes back down again, you can bet I'll be stocking up. Anyway, Elijah
1: pump um, and dump, pump and dump. Um. Anyway, so we're doing Elijah and the bit where he um he's fin- he's finished fighting with we're well, fighting he's finished his face off with the prophets of Baal and he mm-hmm. goes off into the wilderness and he's depressed. And uh, so we were talking about a bit about depression and mental health, and so <laughs> we played a game. Uh, we play that game, psychiatrist. We, <laughs> because I don't I know if it was planned that it was going to be very loosely based on, or well, like very loosely mental health related or it, it just happened that way. But, you know, we decided to lean in and we said, you know, here's what we're we playing the game, Psychiatrist. Do you know that game? I'm unfamiliar with this game. Oh, okay, so it's a game where it's kind of like um, Murder Winks or um, I don't know, there are other names for that game. Do you know the game Murder Winks? I do. Okay, good. So it's like that. Or um, the game where, where you're sitting in a circle and everyone's doing an action and you've got to find out who's running the action. So everyone gets like some kind of condition that the whole group has, like they can't uh, say the word and or every answer to a question they have to answer with oh, a letter that begins yes. with a vowel. I feel like vowel. I
0: played this in like high school drama. It is a drama-ish game, yep. And they have to like – you. the person comes in and they interact with – Yep the circle and they have to guess what the condition is
1: yes that is that is correct um and so we're playing that that game and uh which was good um but one of the things that happened because we were in this church uh building which is like an old church with old windows and i want to be careful of the windows and stuff we didn't have like a really active kind of time before the game and so we played this game which is mostly sitting around answering questions and some of our uh, boys uh, got quite boisterous. No, and actually, some of the girls as well. Actually, it was not gendered. It was got quite boisterous as it towards the end of the game, where the <laughs> the person who was asking the questions they they had to ask a question. The people either side of the person answering the question had to touch their shoe. And that's what they were trying to figure out. But at the same time, the, the youth were just trying to throw them off. So there was a singing of the national anthem at one point um yeah just shoes uh, got taken off and thrown across the room um i don't know how it happened but another kid was dragging one kid around just by his foot in the middle of the game and uh, i don't know if it was about shoe touching or just for some reason he was dragging a kid around and uh yeah it was they all seemed to have a good time and no one got injured uh but it felt like maybe we should have um programmed in more excitement beforehand um Yep. Anyway, so that's like hmm. psychiatrist. And then we had a talk that was uh about uh, Elijah. Sorry, just said. before we
0: go on to the talk,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel
0: like those kind of games are so they're make or break based on the composition and mood of the group, but then also the um like the sub rules that you have, you know, like because it feels like a noticed – like Throwing people off with random things feels a little bit like game breaky to me. We
1: yeah, we didn't encourage that. We said don't do that. But you know, sometimes you, sometimes they don't listen to you. Hey, and so what? anyway, we've, your
0: youth don't listen to you all the time. That's well they do now because what's, those what's ones that are like?
1: disobedient with expelled from the youth group. Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah. We only have well behaved youth at our youth group. Right. They're the ones that Jesus loves. So um <laughs> <laughs>
0: that wasn't an innuendo but it was like the Her- it was Bell. over the line
1: yeah <laughs> it's not true jesus loves all the young people and we didn't expel anyone from our youth group um just to be clear uh so then we yeah we had a talk and uh it was uh it was it was good it was a good talk um and thinking about um, how God uh, looks after us and cares for us even when uh, we're having a rough time uh, and it didn't over-promise God's healing and it mm. uh, encouraged people to engage with the proper mental health services but also um, gave them encouragement that God loves them and doesn't abandon them and has very practical ways to help people deal with mental health issues as well. Great. Uh, so that was good. And then we had some dessert. We, one issue we had was that also the games went a bit long because when the leader asked me if we should keep going, I, I looked at my watch. I was like, oh, we've got heaps of time. We, sh- we should keep going. But it turned out my watch had stopped. So oh, no. So we, we ran late because of that. Um, and that was the end of the night. And I guess uh, if I was reflecting on anything, it, I think it would be just about like the, when the challenge that when we talk about mental health stuff is to find that kind of line, that space between saying, look to God as someone who is going to care for you and cares about you and looks after you, but not Mm. over-promising. And and acknowledging that God works through, yeah, really practical things, that like his provision is not just in supernatural healing, um, though sometimes that happens, but most of the time it's in very natural healing through, um, like sometimes just like exercise and rest and food, but also through you know psychologists and psychiatrists mm. and medication and all the things that are available to us that are part of the ways that yeah. God cares for us. Um, yeah, we just got to be careful um, as we talk about it that, yeah, we don't give the impression that everything's going to be great. Because mm. also, like I guess like I've had issues with young people who have gone through significant mental health problems and um, their faith has been really heavily impacted. And some have even stopped following Jesus because they weren't healed when they expected him to heal them. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the more that we can say uh, God is with you in these things, but not God is going to save you from these things, the, the better we're, we're going to set up young people to be able to engage mm. with these things in a healthy way, I think. Hmm.
0: Um, yeah, I have had similar conversations with students at school recently, um, where we've been talking about, you know, these promises that God makes, but also they are not, uh, yeah, like that, the, the full healing is promised when Jesus returns mm. and there is real change possible. And there is real hope and healing in the here and now, but it's gonna look all kinds of ways for all different people in all different situations, and it is often not going to look as fast and as thorough and as effortless as we would hope yeah. um and I think that expectation management is um
1: yeah super important mm yeah it's 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 dangerous when we Overpromise, and it's also I think it's also dangerous when we underpromise as well. Like when we say it's like God has nothing to do with your mental health, and God has nothing to do with your God has nothing to do with anything beyond just how you're going spiritually and you're praying. But God is actually engaging in all sorts of things in your life, and He wants to be part of it. Hmm. But He's he's not going to solve solve all the things that we're facing. All right, that was my youth group. Tell me about your youth group, Chris. Um, We had Art Night, which is a
0: classic bit of uh, Chris Morphew term planning where I put Art Night on the flyer and then see what (laughs) it means. Um, And I ended up going back to an old standard of mine, which is um, we lay out art. Like I've actually printed out some frames for them, but basically give each kid an A3 sheet of paper, a bunch of paint or could be like crayons. It probably would have been better if it was pencils or crayons or something in the middle of the table. Each sheet has a prompt on it, like the title of the artwork, and then everyone just starts drawing or painting or whatever, an artwork that matches that prompt, like their interpretation of the prompt. And then periodically I will yell out, change places, (laughs) and they will all change places and have to continue with the artwork of the person on their left. Oh, I um, like it. And so that was pretty fun. Um, a, paint was maybe not the best medium because it. Um, there ended up being quite a lot of, um, like, thickly coated sheets of paper, um, and I would defy most people to guess the age of the people who painted the pictures. <laughs> um, but it was fun, um, and... One kid was like, "It's I've missed the chaos of youth group. This is so chaotic. I love it. Um, <laughs> and so there's a review from the youth. Um, <laughs> and then um, we are continuing through Ephesians. And so we had a talk on Ephesians 2 that was done by someone other than me. And um, it was just a clear presentation of the gospel. Um, And then we had small groups. And one thing that was really encouraging was um, usually in my small group, we like go around and share prayer points and um, you pray for one another. And I was like, hey, look, we don't have tons of time left. And um, like it, you know, kind of giving them a bit of an out if they wanted to like get out to do whatever soon, like whatever else was like ice cream or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, 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 we've got time. And they still wanted to go around and pray for each other. And I was like, that's great. That is, um, I'm glad that that's a part of what we do that they value. Yeah. Um, and so we we did a bit of a speed round through it, but it is over the years, it's been nice to see how much they have grown closer together as a group and how much they value like just catching up. With each other and checking in on each other, and the way that they kind of interact with each other's like the stuff that they're sharing is increasingly like they're asking follow up questions that yeah, that's great. show how much they care, or they're giving like little pieces of advice or whatever. Um, and so it was just nice to see this thing that I don't feel like I've really done, but that, you know, God has done in our group. Over the years and yeah. Long may it continue. Um, what about next week, Tom? As I take a bite of my hash brown.
1: <laughs> mm. uh, it's, a, a clue it's a groceries for week.
0: And uh it yeah. has arrived at some point, <laughs> I will tell you. It is lukewarm to cold. I like I like the
1: ASMR <laughs> experience that we're getting. <laughs>
0: Bet you're sorry
1: I turned my microphone down now. <laughs> so, this week I'm coming to you, Chris. It's uh that's right. It's a inner west combined youth event or something. Inner west. I don't know what it's called. I'm just going a combined
0: inner west youth event because <laughs> we invested a lot in creative naming.
1: Yeah, and I'm gonna I'm gonna be there talking to hundreds of inner west youth about teams of them. Yeah, that's that's my plan. So I, I get to fly up on fri- Friday in the middle of the day and leave at 6 a.m. on Saturday morning and stay at your house in between. So that's going to be fun. It's
0: going to be great. We may even record a live podcast, although we were chatting offline and wondering whether you, as the listener, would gain anything from <laughs> us being in the same room. Um. But we will do a podcast like next week's podcast, however it comes to you, will be a reflection on that that'll be a new thing. we can we won't have to ask each other how youth group went because we were both there, but we'll
1: I'll be ask to hear anyway think of the talk the,
0: well i um i have my youth are skeptical of evangelistic like auditorium style evangelistic events, right. which is <laughs> signs that they've been going to youth group with me um but um but i think it's gonna be like i've been trying to convince them like they we did one last year and it was like a great like i think it was good for a first go at that kind of thing yep. um and so i'm keen to see how much better we do at this time but because it wasn't all that they hoped and dreamed it's been a bit of a like yeah, I know you guys didn't all love it last year, but, like, we've <laughs> taken on your feedback, et cetera, et cetera. Um,
1: well, hopefully, yeah, hopefully I'll I win them all over with my amazing stories of my terrible dating life as a well, young Tom, person. Well,
0: Tom, no pressure, but I have been telling my youth group, look, I can't speak for the event, but I can speak for Tom. Tom <laughs> is great.
1: He's going to yeah. be so
0: great. So, no pressure, but it might
1: be that problem that you overhype something and then they'll be like, "Yeah, look, it's fine." He's- They're not
0: overhyped for it. It's going to be fine. <laughs> um, but I'm really looking forward to it. I would also um, you know, post Friday, love to get your feedback like in in the next episode because we got to go cuz this is going long and
1: I have <laughs> so a hard funny. out.
0: Um, but um alter call slash go up the back moments Oh yeah, yeah. yay or nay pros and cons of because um there was a a diversity of views on that in the planning of this event <laughs> um but we will reflect on recent events next week and and see um what we think about that listeners what How do you feel about altar call moments? Let us know at Chris and Tom's (laughs) youth group podcast at gmail.com. And we will add that into the mix of our discussion. We will. Um, Because I don't think there's a solid answer one way or the other, but I have strong feelings and so do some of my youth. So um, we can talk about that next week. But in the meantime, Tom, is it time for some music? I think it is. Here it comes. All right. Well, thank you for listening to Chris and Tom's Youth Group Podcast, your 15-minute guide to the world of youth group. Um, if you'd like more information about Tom, you can go to au and find out about all of his things. And go to Chris Murphy. Link in the com. show notes. And to Amazon. Get his book. Yeah. Or some three for $10 pops because it's they're back on the market.
1: And $30,000 in cash.
0: <laughs> Nailed it again. <laughs> the music is irrelevant now. We just keep going. We're almost yeah. at 40. Do you want to just keep
1: talking or should we end it here? Uh, yeah. No, I don't think I've got 50 seconds worth of stuff to say. All right. Got it.